to the 1430 ESPN Outdoors Report, presented by All Out Marine in Allenton. Let's get things going on the ESPN Outdoors Report as we bring in Pete Huff from Best Damn Guiding Service. And uh, my nature might finally cooperate here this weekend with some sub-zero temperatures to get the ice making going, Pete. Yeah, um, well, locally on Beaver Dam, the ice held up the last batch of snow we had and uh, soaked up quite a bit, and uh, we're expecting another six-plus inches, so hopefully it, it'll freeze through here all next week. It's going to be single digits, and um looks like we might finally get uh, some good ice here. If you get a, if you get uh, like a week's worth of single digits and below temperature, how thick can that ice get in the seven-day period? Uh, well, all depending on, like, say the Madison Lake, so that are not even froze yet, they'll freeze right up. If we have uh, a calm night, they'll freeze right up, make clear ice, whereas the blanketed lakes um, might take a little longer, but they will, I mean, you can make up to six inches, eight inches in a week if it's that kind of weather on the right conditions. Now, when you were, as we talked here on Thursday, you said you were making the rounds. Of, so when you go check ice, what does what, what your process look like when you're checking ice? Obviously, because people are asking you with, with the guiding service what you're doing. What, what is your process? How does that work? Um, I go out. I have a, my float suit or something. You know, I have definitely safety in mind. I check it with a spud bar. Um, minimum, I've been running into a lot of areas of two inches, which is basically one chop and you're through with a chisel. I prefer at least three to four before I'll take clients out. Um, so you just want to make sure you, you set the path, you check it all, and um, you just want to be safe about everything. Are there any safe bodies of water as we speak today in the region at all yet? I've heard that for some reason that old pack ice by Edgewater, guys were fishing there. Uh, last night I see a couple guys fishing over by uh, Mill Creek Landing, but that ice I checked that that's maybe two inches max. Um, I still see guys up by Montello Lake fishing there, but the ice uh, is kind of limited right now locally. And um, yeah, I've traveled hundreds of miles at a time. And if you go up north, yes, there's good ice up there. You know, Minocqua area is still six to eight inches of a good ice on a lot of those lakes. But um, locally, it's you know, finally come this weekend, I think. Yeah, it's finally, you know, I mean, you mentioned, you know, you had to get the boat out for the first time, or people get the boat out for the first time in January in a long time, but now it looks like it's finally begun to become a reality and hopefully we can get a good run for a, you know, a, hopefully a month to six weeks of ice fishing here after after we, we get this stuff uh, freezing up. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping, and you're exactly right. It's going to be a short season unless it carries into March, which it might. Um, we'll just have to Take it each week at a time. Well, tell us about Best Damn Guiding Service, Pete, if people are looking for your services and just to learn more about what you do. Um, you can call me at 608-609-2707 or send me a message on Facebook under Pete Hub or Best Damn Guide Service. And um, definitely uh, been arranging my calendar and rescheduling some trips, but um still have some dates available. So give a call and uh, we'll get you out there here soon. And if people are looking for summer type trips as well, you're, you're already getting those on the calendar? Yeah, actually, I had a couple calls here this week already for May and April, uh, people that are wanting to get on the boat. So, yep, scheduling year-round. Well, Pete Hub from Best Damn Guiding Service, I appreciate all you do in you know, keeping people informed with what's going on across the region and also uh, you know, helping people find the fish to have themselves a good time. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, Wade. Let's turn our attentions to fishtails in Fox Lake and bring in Dave. And Dave, are, are the people coming through the shop getting excited here, knowing that we're going to see, a, what, a week of single-digit temperatures in the region? 
Well, everybody is chomping at the bit to get on the ice no matter where they go. Um, it's been one of them years where uh, very unusual, you know, bad ice conditions, and now we're getting all this snow. Um, yeah, and the forecast looks really good for cold temps and everything, but hopefully there won't be too much snow to insulate the ice, you know what I mean? Because uh, it doesn't make a lot, no matter how cold it is, if you got snow on it. Yeah, and it makes it tricky, doesn't it, as well, for people, being that we're so, there's not much ice now, that if you do get snow over the top with the insulation not making ice, but then you just kind of, then you don't really know what's what's underneath you. Absolutely. That's what's dangerous, too. Um, you think it looks good, you know, when it's covered in snow, you have no idea what's below it. And I know the ice before the snow came wasn't good to start. So, you know, it, it, it'll pick up eventually, but right now it's, it's uh we need that cold weather for sure. Will snow completely halt ice making on top, or will it just slow it down? How much does it actually slow it down? It, it slows it down. It doesn't completely stop it. But, it, you know, if we didn't have any snow and we had them five days that's coming up, you'd be driving a truck on it the next week. So it really makes ice fast when there's no snow on it. But we should be all right. Um, we've got some fisheries coming up uh beginning of february and i have my uh annual uh legionized fishery on february 3rd and then uh fishtails has theirs the following weekend on the 9th 10th and 11th so we're you know we're pretty confident that we'll have ice that people can fish on by then well what do people need to know about those events how do they get involved and uh and just uh, how do they how do they how do they get it go, get going in those things well, you can sign up for the Legion uh, fishery either at the boathouse or at the Legion itself. Um, and you can sign up for Tim's fishery uh, right here at the bait shop. He's got tickets for that. And then uh, the dates are mine's the third from 7 to 2. His is starting Friday, Saturday, and then ending Sunday at noon. So his is a big one. He's got a tent set up and band and, and food and all kinds of stuff so it's quite an undertaking and it's pretty stressful when you don't know what the ice is going to be like well for more information stop out the fishtails tell us about fishtails where you're located when you're open we are open every day uh monday through saturday six to six and sunday from six to five and we're right downtown fox lake right by the river on the bridge well, Dave, I appreciate your time, and hopefully we're talking about uh, maybe some people getting ice fishing next week. I hope so. I'll be one of them. Let's head to the landing on Little Green Lake right now and bring in Todd. Uh, everybody anticipating the uh, potential ice with the cold weather up by you as well? You know, I think we're going to have ice next weekend. Right now the lake is pretty much wide open, which is a good thing with all the snow we're getting. So it, it can freeze up after the big snowfalls and the should have real good ice then. how how fast is little green uh, will it freeze up when you when, when you start getting the uh the uh, the colder weather you know i think by next weekend we'll probably be driving four-wheelers um you know it's hard to say but uh usually at this time i mean it's never been this late but usually you know when it's ready to go it'll start freezing up pretty quick and as long as you don't have any snow on there to insulate it it'll it'll get you know half an inch to an inch a day Okay, so is there? He's mentioned. Uh, so, what, what's the scuttlebutt for people coming into the shop? Uh, are people still going a little north of you to, to find some ice? Oh yeah, everyone's calling. Everybody wants to come, but uh, but there's no ice yet, so they're they're heading north. Um, 
Yeah, everyone's itching to go ice fishing, that's for sure. So uh, what do you tell people? I mean, would you go out there and check Little Green, or how do, how do you determine if, if people call and ask you if it's safe or not? Oh, yeah, we do daily checks. And, and then once, you know, once we get, I'll drive my four-wheel on Little Green, most spots on about five inches of ice. So once we get that going, then we'll start putting a few shacks out. And that lets people know that it's pretty safe. And usually Little Green, you know, there aren't too many spots that are dangerous, so... Uh, especially in the bays, you're, you're pretty safe. How deep is does Little Green get? Little Green gets to be 26, 27 foot out in the middle. It's a big bowl. Okay, so uh, tell us about the, the landing of bait shop on Little Green. You know, we're we're, we're all set for ice fishing. We've got all the bait and uh, and tackle. We sell beer. Uh, we sell chips and candy and all that stuff. Uh, this year we'll have, again, ice shack rentals. Uh, we plow roads on the lake for people to get out there. Um, you know, it, it's pretty simple once you get to the bait shop to get out and go fishing. Todd, I appreciate the time and uh, look forward to talking next week. All right. Thanks, Wade. Let's do our weekly check-in at the Madison Chain as you bring in Pat from DNS Bait and Tackle, who is, uh, Pat, you've been the king of all media. You know, we have you on the radio. I saw you in the newspaper, saw you on multiple TV stations. Uh, uh, how's your celebrity been here in the last uh, week or so? Well, yeah, I've been, I've been beating the fans off of the stick. I tell you what, uh, no, no, it's it's been uh, it, it's it's of course nice to get that coverage on the news and and you know talking about some important topics. Most recently, ice safety. So that's something that uh, you know we've been dealing with quite a bit here at the shop. A lot of people calling in asking where there's good ice. So yeah, I guess I guess I'm some kind of expert, and that the news called on me. Well, it's it's kind of cool though that people know DNS Bait and Tackling, which you do there is kind of like the hub for uh, for ice fishing and fishing in general in Madison, isn't it? It's one of those most iconic places. Yeah, it really is. It, it always has been. You know, we've been here 43 years, so a lot of people rely on it, and you know, I'm honored to. Yeah, just kind of fill that role, and of course we've got our finger on the pulse of everything going on around town, so yeah, I guess it makes sense that they'd call me. Well, Pat, as we talk on Thursday, I guess I'm going to ask the same question they ask. Is there is there ice anywhere? Well, no, is the, is the short answer to that. Uh, just up here on Cherokee, we've had a skim of ice over the, over the top of that for a couple of weeks now, but it hasn't been cold enough to make more ice, so... Then we got a bunch of snow that fell on top of that and made it a slushy mess on top. So right now nobody's fishing up there, and, and there's no other ice around town, but that's all, I think, going to change here real quick. Okay, so obviously we, we have we had some snow on Tuesday, and uh, we're, we're getting a bunch here this weekend as well before the, uh, the below zero temperatures hit. How does the snow, when you, when you don't have ice, how does getting snow impact, uh, impact that making? Well, you know, if we, if we like, up on Cherokee or, you know, the, I guess the one saving grace about not having any ice this late in the season is that, you know, if, if Mendota, say, had just an inch or two on it um, and we had all this snow, that would actually insulate the ice and prevent it from making more ice. So in a way, you know, having no ice on there right now and then this bitter cold that's going to come in, that should lock it up real quick. And, uh, yeah, we should have a lot of fishable ice around town as soon as early next week, I would think. So how do you go about, how do you go about testing? Do you like, do you like go, go check it out at some places and just go by word of mouth or, uh, how do you decide it's safe for you yourself and, and people that you know to say, Hey, it's, it's safe to go out there. Well, of course, you know, working here at the bait shop, I talked to lots of folks that have already been out before me, so I have an idea when I go down there. But if I was by myself, I would definitely take something like a spud bar that you can chip ahead the ice, um, you know, to kind of poke at it and make sure that what you're walking on is safe enough to at least hold you up. And, um, you know, it's, it's always a good idea to let people know where you're headed. So, 
you know, if there's an emergency or they need to come looking for you, they know where, where you're at. But, um, you know, it's just, it's just it always, always use caution on any ice. I, I go on any ice I go on. I'm always taking precautions to make sure it's safe. Well, Pat, tell us about DNS Bait and Tackle. Well, we're at 1411 Northport Drive here in Madison, just a quarter mile from the Warner Park boat launch and a quick off the interstate. We've got um, everything you need to get out on the ice and, uh, yeah, all the bait, and, and, yeah, we're ready to roll. We should be having ice here pretty quick. All right, Pat, I appreciate the time, and hopefully we can talk about some people catching some fish next week. I'm sure we will, Wade. All Out Marine is your expert in local carriers of Tracker, Tahoe, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Regency brand boats, and Mako Center console boats. Order your 2024 models now and All Out Marine will store it for you until spring. From pleasure boats to fishing boats, All Out Marine has the boat for you. Be sure to stop in at All Out Marine during their boat show January 25th through January 28th. All Out Marine, located on Highway 41 in D in Allenton. Your family-owned, independent, authorized Tracker dealer. ESPN Outdoors report continues now as you bring in our resident outdoorsman, Rick Wentland. Rick, uh, you like everybody else uh, seeing, you know, obviously snow is uh, is projected as we as we talk and record on Thursday, but uh, uh, zero degree temps and below have to be good for ice making uh, across the region, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I, I hope it's good. I know uh, yesterday I took a walk off my shoreline here and I couldn't even take two steps and fell right through. Uh, here in Wedges Bay and Fox Lake, there's like four open holes, and the ice is pretty mushy. And I'm afraid if we get some six to eight inches that they're talking on Friday, wet, heavy snow, that's definitely not going to help. But uh, the following week's supposed to be like a high of four all week. So I hope I hope we make start making good ice because there's an awful lot of my friends, including myself, that are pretty itchy to get out ice fishing. You know, you're just going to have to go every day then, aren't you, with the way the season got cut in half, basically? You know, because realistically, you know, you start getting good ice now. You know, in March, people start looking at their watches and the temperatures and things like that, thinking, oh, it's going to start warming up again. Where you got, you got to get all your action in in a short time, don't you? Oh, absolutely. You know, when I retired, I said I can't fish seven days a week. But let me tell you, Wade, I can fish six days a week, and if uh, – we get some good ice. I'm definitely going to be fishing six days a week, no doubt. So, do you do you eat when you when you go ice fishing? Do you catch stuff you catch? Do you keep it and eat it? And do you like to eat nothing but fish this time of year? <laughs> uh, it kind of depends what it is. I mean, obviously, if I catch a bass or, or a big walleye, I'll let it go. Um, you know, I'll, I'll keep a pike, but you know, I really go after bluegills and crappies. I mean, I my favorite fish to eat is a, is a bluegill. But uh, it's pretty hard to turn down some good perch or some crappies too. But yeah, I'm, I'm I keep a lot of fish in the winter. Kind of keeps me up going through the whole year. But uh, you know, it's an awful lot of days you go to ice fishing. You catch like two bluegills all day, and we've all been there. And you know, it does, that doesn't even feed my cat. So. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, once things get rolling here, it'll be good. I was watching a TikTok the other night, and it was somebody had caught a pike ice fishing, and there was something humongous inside it, and they thought it was like a turtle or something. They cut it open; it was a bluegill, and the bluegill was still alive, whole. Oh yeah, I've uh, I, I've actually seen that same video, and every now and then you get you get something like a guy flays a walleye that's been in his live well for like four hours, and there's three live minnows still swimming around in his stomach when they cut it open. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy how some of that stuff works in the outdoor world. How long would a bluegill survive inside a pike there before it, before it ended up actually being lunch? You know, you, you, you got you got to wonder that. I mean, you know, and, and there's so many times that I've caught bass and pike and walleyes 
that you open up their mouth to take the lure out and you see a tail of a big shiner, you see a tail of a bluegill wiggling around, or or especially like uh, when you catch bass in the summertime, they spit up all kinds of crayfish in your live well, and those crayfish are walking around in your live well. I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. I, I don't know how long they live, but... Uh, <laughs> It must be a while, that's for sure. Well, Rick, hopefully we can talk next week about uh, maybe people getting out ice fishing and where they're having some success. But uh, you always have success when you have raw bass customs in your tackle box, don't you? Absolutely, and that's what I'm doing. The last couple snow days I painted, and now I'm putting hooks on about 100 lures that I painted. So, But uh, they're available around locally around here, Fishtails in Fox Lake, M&M Tackle and Portage, and Dick Smith down in Pewaukee and Put on your calendars, the last weekend of February is the Madison Expo Show down at the Alliance Center in Madison. And it's definitely, uh, if you're any kind of fisherman, it's a show you don't want to miss. Are you booking trips for uh, later this year already as well, people on guiding trips and such? Uh, I've had a few emails um, already this year, and uh, I finally got my tournament schedule set. So, yeah, I can start booking them anytime. How How do people get in contact with you? Uh, you can give me my cell phone a call at 920-948-8467. It's 948-8467. Rick, I appreciate what you do, and we will chat next week. All right, Wade, sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the 1430 ESPN Outdoors Report, presented by All Out Marine in Allenton. Hear the Outdoors Report every week on 95.3 WBEV, Friday afternoon at 435 and Saturday and Sunday mornings at 635. You can also catch the show Friday afternoon at 1215 on 1430 ESPN. Find this episode and all previous programs on demand at the audio tab at dailydodge.com.